this week we take a brief break from holiday episodes to discuss a horror movie that got lost in the shuffle of october night teeth i'm chad and i'm matt you're listening to episode 33 of we used to talk about this at work All right. So, um, listeners, I just want to apologize because we flew too close to the sun last week. We were trying to do something great to elevate our YouTube channel. And you know what happened, listeners? We failed miserably. You want to tell them what happened, Matt? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. That's really nice, Matt. You know, I mean, we, we don't talk before these episodes get kicked off, so it's fine. Uh, we tried to do a reaction video. Oh, that. Okay. <laughs> and um, we are not funny at all. No, not at all. Like the whole time I'm just watching it and I'm like in my mind, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be saying stuff out loud. So yeah, it was not good. It was just the clip of us just watching it. Yeah, it was. I, I tried to watch a little bit of it yesterday and I was like, mm, this is terrible. Nah, you should have put that trash on YouTube so we can get us uh, so people can talk about how we're not funny. At least we'll get some kind of comments then. That's fair. But um, being that as it may, um, we have to pick ourselves up and, you know, dust the dust off and the failure. Last week was a good episode. Uh, appreciate Rachel coming out. But this week we're back and we have a guest. Uh, we would like to have a hearty welcome to Fran to the podcast. Hello, Fran. Hey. So, Fran, um, would you like to tell the guests how we know each other? So me and Chad know each other because we went on two whole dates. Two whole and dates. And it was like, ooh, friends, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> we good though? Bro ham. <laughs> and from there, it's just been friendship and, and memes passed between the two of us ever since. Yeah. Nah, you nah. I need I need to go into detail. So how how did you know that I uh commitment was a relationship rise, this ain't working? But friendship wise, this work. There had to be something that happened. So I need my, those details. My question is, why am I in the hot seat? I'm, I'm, I'm whoa, a co-host. Whoa, whoa, why you got to get into details? We told you what happened. But right. I need, I want to know. You said, you say you happened. What you had two dates. What happened? Something happened on those two days where y'all was like, or not y'all. One of y'all was like, yeah, this ain't hidden. But they got a good personality, so I need to know what happened. Who was maybe, it? Maybe it was the quality of the movies that we saw on those dates, man. <laughs> maybe that's my origin story of being a podcast movie reviewer. What that could possibly be it. Or <laughs> that we were both dating multiple people and was like, I kind of like this other one better, so friends. I mean, oh, that's, yeah, that I mean, that's, that's the real story, but, you know, I want to um, talk about Pacific Realm and The Conjuring, but all right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, but what Fran said is, is what happened. You got any follow-up questions, Mr. Interviewer? No, I do, but 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 not but not for the but for not, not not for the podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I literally met my husband like uh, a few months after we was like, we cool, and like I've been with him ever since. So, um, Fran, um, you are a therapist. Can you yes. uh, can you share anything about that? A physical um, therapist? No. So I actually work as a mental health therapist. I specialize in trauma. Um, I currently work for a trauma center uh, in Illinois. Um, <clears throat> it's very lovely. 
from the standpoint of I get to hear pretty um, detailed traumas from my clients and I have to help them to go deal with it and then also make sure I'm dealing with any vicarious trauma that I'm getting through them. So uh, I kind of love my job because uh, it's always interesting um, working in mental health and I've been working in mental health for the last nine years now. Um, so I started off just working as a case manager, got my master's, got my licensure, and now here we are, uh, just working day in, day out. So how do you, um, like, has there been a time where somebody's telling you something in your head, you're like, whoa. Oh, absolutely. So the way I, the way I generally describe being a, a mental health therapist is I am a common sense translator right? So people will go into all these massive different stories and things like that. And I'm just like, but A plus B equals C. And if we got C, then what happened? And then they'll be like, oh yeah, I did A and B. Yup. Yup. That's what <laughs> happened. I'm, I am literally a common sense translator. Okay. Cause like, I just think like as, as a therapist, you know, people are telling you their that's what I'm looking for there. Inner secrets. Yeah. So then, you know, somebody's telling you, you're just like, whoa, that's messed up. Here's the thing. The way I, I would like to say it is negative coping skills are still coping skills, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were doing some, some stuff, whether it was drugs, sex, whatever, if you were doing things and it still allowed you to be here today and alive and cope, to deal with that trauma and deal with those things that were going on in your life, then you cope with it. You might not have coped with it the best way, but you cope with it. So now you're here in my office so that we can find better ways. So you don't have to keep going back to that. You don't have to keep going back to those native coping skills. We infuse those positive things and positive thought processes and coping skills and uh, behavior modifications. And we infuse all these positive things and, and find ways for you to celebrate your life, find your peace, right? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I am so much better. I feel better. I feel better. I'm doing better. I look better. That's the goal, ultimately. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I'm in therapy myself and it's very helpful. Sometimes I'm like, man, you really made me think about some shit this week. But I feel like for the most part, I'm better off from it. Absolutely. I think um, one of the biggest parts of just going to therapy is it can allow you to have non-judgmental time to be completely selfish, right? Because a lot, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people's lives in general is spent saying, "I can't be selfish. I can't be. This can't be all about me, right?" But you go to therapy. Oh, baby, this is all about you no part of the other person who is sitting across to you across from you or the group that you might be in it doesn't matter it's all about you you are purely being selfish in this moment and saying this is what's going on in my life this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm wanting and I don't know how to process this right or this is what's going on and I have no clue where to turn right so therapy is very much about self and so 
if you're thinking about yourself, you really have to think about the way you're taking care of yourself, right. um, the way you're interacting with others. And hey, is this, is this me <laughs> or is this fucked up? Sometimes it's both. Okay. So how do you yourself unwind from all of that? So I love to read. I love a good story. Um, I also uh, love movies and TV shows and things like that. So generally when I come home, um, God love my husband, because if I tell him it was a bad day, he'll be like, Margarita, waiting, here you are. And I'm going to completely leave you alone for like two hours. That's funny. Right? Like, because I'm a natural introvert. I spend all day, every day talking to people. I get home and I'm like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to use my voice. Don't look at me. Mm-mm, don't look at me. Like we're, we're about to use hand signals to communicate. <laughs> right. Um, but all I have to do is just say something. It is still about communication. Right. But I do read, I'll sit and I love romance novels because they are literally the cheesiest thing in the world. I know what's going to happen. I can figure out whatever the plot is, but I need something that's just completely outside of what I'm hearing every day. Right. I got you. That makes sense. So does that translate to film? Um, So with movies, it definitely translates to movies, especially Hallmark movies. Or lifetime movies. Don't at me. I don't care. I am that person who watches the cheesy uh, Lifetime and um, ha- uh, Hallmark Christmas movies. So I want to. I want to confess something too. I fucking love those movies too. But yes, I do love them. Yes, I watch a couple every year. But I am a negative person, as you both know, right? Um, and I love to shit on those movies so fucking hard. Like, this don't make sense. Why? Why, why are you getting with that? Why are you getting with that hunky, uh, that hunky look, former? Look, you got look, you got a businessman back in the city. We all know that this is just a mad lib of movie, yes. right? <laughs> like, we we all know the plot. We get it. We know the thing that you have to you know really get into is not putting logic into it. As soon as you put logic into it. It's, it's not going to work. You're just going to get upset and mad. It's got to enjoy but the ride. That's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. <laughs> like seeing how quick they fall in love or like, see, okay, so are we going to go straight through the formula or are we going to remix the formula a little bit? Like, are we going to have that fight that they break, you know, that they are mad at each other after they kind of fall in love a little bit? And then I mean, they go off and then see that their, their boyfriend's cheating on them and then come back. Like, how are we going to play with that formula? I mean, we always have to have a business-oriented significant other at the beginning that's mm-hmm. just neglecting mm-hmm. whatever the main character is doing, right? Yes. And then they fall, go back to their hometown and meet up with their ex or some something. I am literally giving away like the whole plot of a movie because we all know what's going to happen. But those third-out breakups are all about, you know, a simple conversation would have yeah. like prevented yes. all of this. But so, no. Which ones have you watched this year? Um, I have watched uh Nine Kittens of Christmas or something. It was Go a Hallmark on. one. It's a it is a sequel to one they did like five or six years ago. Eight kittens and, of Christmas. What uh, eight wait, eight kittens of Hanukkah? 
No, no, it was like eight kittens of Christmas. I don't know. I don't really know. It was it was more it was Christmas oriented. Um let's see what other ones that I've watched. I don't know. They all kind of get mixed up no, in true. my brain. I'm not gonna um, so I saw, did you see, uh, I saw a couple of Netflix ones and then I got some Hallmark ones saved that I'm going to watch, but um, did you see Love Heart on Netflix? No. So let me, so first off, it's the title is a play on Die Hard, but Die okay. Hard comes up in the movie like three times at okay. most. But basically uh, you ever watch Vampire Diaries? Mm-hmm. So you got uh, Nina Durrell, the, the main girl from Vampire Diaries she's online dating and she's chatting up this uh this hunky guy uh she lives in LA he lives in New York so she surprises him by flying all the way to New York because his small town in New York mind you to surprise him and when she gets there instead of being a you know tall strapping white man he's a short nerdy Asian fella and she's mad at him for catfishing her and she tells him you're going to help me get with the guy that you, whose identity you theft. Oh, yeah. Okay. There are so many problematic things in this movie, but I ate that shit up with a fucking spoon. Mm-hmm. Now, considering, again, I have not seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that this, this guy that he catfished with lives in the town. They're friends yes. with, he's yes. friends with all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the love interest ends up falling for the main guy because mm-hmm. oh my god because he's so sweet and caring and not not just that because mm-hmm. you know the person that i fell for even though that his picture didn't match his heart matched oh of course yeah 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 mm-hmm. um Matt, you seem so interested in everything we're saying yeah see i was i was not I, I, i'm glad i'm glad chad said he likes this because if he if he didn't this was going to be a short top Short topic, but no, nah, y'all, y'all cooking, y'all do your thing. I'm gonna sit this one out. No, nah, no, nah, because it's like I didn't think Fran was gonna talk about this because it's like it's some stuff coming down the pipeline that I really want to talk about, but I'm like, who can I have on to talk about this? So this is a happy accident, therapeutic talk and fucking uh shitty Christmas movie talk. Tis the season, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I- I'll let y'all have that. That's that, this ain't my cup of tea, but to each a own. Um, well, I, I won't draw on this, but um, have you seen the commercials for a Christmas dance reunion? A Christmas dance reunion? No. no, you have not. Okay. Oh, so remind me, were you a fucking um, high school musical person? Yeah. The two black people from that are in are in this movie. So oh, Cor- I just looked it up. Corbin Blue and that black girl. Monique. Yeah. Yeah, Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I already got that shit saved. I cannot oh, wait to is, watch it. I feel like this is going to be glorious. Just it, it's chef's gonna, kiss. Yes, yes. Of cheese. Yes. 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 <sighs> I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it. Mm. And I, hopefully they, they have a nice little throwback to high school. You know, this movie is going to be filled with so many references, but aren't, but not references. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll spare you from this this talk, Matt. Um, nah, y'all cooking. There's a there's a whole section of our audience has been waiting for stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you gotta embrace the cheese. Right. <laughs> Moving on. What you been watching, Matt? Uh, nothing really. I've been busy, but I'm at work. 
but um, I was able to catch up on one episode. Have you guys heard of True Story starring the Wesley Snipes and Kevin Hart series? Yeah. Yep. I saw the trailer and I was really excited for it. And then I found out it was a TV show and then that excitement plummeted. So you haven't watched it yet? I may not watch it because I don't want it's seven episodes, right? I don't know. I don't want to. I, I want to watch a movie of that, not a TV show of that. Like I don't want that much content. Yeah, because I watched the first episode of it, and he's playing himself, but not himself. Kevin so he's Hart. like, yeah. So he's a he's Kevin Hart, the movie star, comedian, blah blah blah. But I mean, he's not. But it's not Kevin Hart. It's kid. I mean, um, Kevin Hart normally plays Kevin Hart in any movie. I'm just right. That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like, I'm gonna give you the spoiler of the first episode, but uh, this motherfucker kills somebody at the end of the episode. Isn't that what it's about? Like, them covering up a murder or something like that? Right. The murder happened. All right. Spoiler for the first episode. Okay. So, basically, he, he's been sober for six months, blah, blah. He's backstage at one of the shows. Um, his brother, Wesley Stipe, is the bad one. So, you know, he's drinking this, this, and that. He has sex with one of these chicks. Uh, Wesley Snipes wakes him up and was like, hey, blah, blah, this girl's dead. And he was like, call the police. But then everybody's like, no, uh, if you call an ambulance, police gonna show up, this, this, and that. So Wesley Snipes, you know, he got a guy. So the guy comes over, chops up the body, gets rid of it, blah, blah, blah. But then the, the guy who did it was like, he needs to pay him $500,000 on the first of the month for a whole year. Comes out $6 million, right? So basically, he's a, he's like, I'm tired of people trying to take advantage of me, this, this, and that, and he kills this dude. And I'm like, wait, what? So that's how the episode ends. So, so this uh, is a story of a serial killer. <laughs> right. But it, it says true story. I was like, Kevin Hart out here killing people now? Um, so my question is, Wesley Snipes killed this young woman or Kevin Hart killed the young woman? The woman overdosed. Oh, okay on drugs so and then they still want to tell him but then kevin hart killed the dude who got rid of the body okay with like so he like struggled him with a cord and so now they got okay. another body to get rid of all right uh -huh. okay so i'm just gonna put logic into a little bit about what you just said because again i haven't watched this I'm, I'm gonna stop you before you even start take your therapist okay. hat off and put your hallmark <laughs> movie hat back on all right okay okay i got nah, you i'm playing I'll let play me switch that out yep 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 <laughs> Okay, for real though, like the woman overdose, which you don't want to be in the room. Leave the room, call, tell them, like, put somebody else's name on the room. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and, and my thing is, if you were like super popular, anyways, right, you yeah. wouldn't have booked that room underneath your name. It would have been that's, underneath your like assistant's name or some shit like that. That's right? true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm just saying. This all could have been resolved if we just use a little bit of logic and common sense. Okay. Also, why? So, was the woman partying with Wesley Snipes or Kevin Hart? Well, they were all partying together. Like his okay. friends, they was at a party, and then they went back to the crib and everything like that. I mean, the hotel after that. Okay. Okay. My my second side question: How is it that Wesley Snipes, whatever his character's name is, but it's Wesley? So, how is it that Wesley Snipes? had a guy for this has this happened before um, <laughs> you know that you know a guy like i'm just saying apparently like they said he was uh, he was in jail for a while for like five years or so so maybe 
that's why he was in jail for. But he knew a guy who could uh do it. Makes. I mean, not happen. all jails are the same. Right, make things disappear. Yeah, they didn't really get in depth of why he was in jail. We're also, I'm still on the first level, so maybe they do it later on. But yeah, he knew a guy who could uh clean it all up, and um, he did. I mean, it pays to know people in low places. So it right. does sometimes until you kill them, and now you. It's funny because he, because he he asked them, "How did you get rid of the body?" So like he called, he told him, "Call up room service, order." two things of steak and blah 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 uh so what happened is once he broke her bones fold her up put her in the um the housekeeping food cart thing that they bring in for housekeeping i mean uh for your room service so and then he took her to he's like the cameras are out on the fourth floor so we went to the fourth floor dropped her off blah 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 so he told him that and then later on he killed kevin Hart kills him so i figured he planned on doing the same way the way he did it so I we'll see. Happens. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so besides that, I mean, um, do you guys heard of the petition about Will and Jada Smith? Um, that they need to shut up, that one? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, it's like every few weeks is something else. And it's like, what's happening here? Um, like, we well, all wait, Before you get started, let me explain it. So somebody put a petition on change.org and it's called Stop Interviewing. Will and Jada Smith, because basically what it comes down to is they talk too fucking much. And it's the stuff that like, I know people love their celebrities and want to know what they're doing in their real lives. But it's like, it's got to a point where it's like, come on, it's like we, we're hearing too much and it's not good stuff. And it's not like stuff that we want to hear. So I went through the all the comments on the change.org stuff that everybody signed. And well, basically, are you, about comes, read, are you about to read some funny ones? Uh, no, but no, because it wasn't funny. It, was, it all made sense. It was just like, they just need to stop. Nobody who, why do we care about all of this stuff that they're saying about their personal lives and everything else like that? And like everything, everything that comes out Jada's mouth makes Will look even stupider. So it just comes like they just all need just, I don't know who they're doing this for. Is there doing this to, um, you know, clear their heads and minds. Maybe this has been weighing on their heart for all these years. It's like, now I can finally now have a platform with a real red table talk. I can get this stuff out, but it's just, I don't know what they're doing. But now, nah, go ahead. What's your thoughts? Will got a whole book. And for some, for people who have been in the media eye for decades, do I believe that this is you know, unexpected. No, not at all. We are just going to say some wild shit about our life because all these people are just going to be so interested and we're going to confirm or deny our open relationship and we're going to do all this just random stuff and my book's going to sell. And Red Table Talk going to get some more viewers because we can bring people on. Like, that's with their perspective, like, whatever their respective uh things that they're promoting or things they need to make money off of, they about to get some press. That's the way I feel. Do they need to stop talking? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like it's been a very open secret for close to 20 years now that they've been in an open relationship. And 
anybody with eyes knows that Will Smith was fucking Margot Robbie for some time now. Anybody with fucking eyes. So many other women too. So I applaud, one, I applaud Jada for keeping that shit on the low for so long until she got with somebody that um, didn't know how to hold their water. So I applaud her on that regard. But (laughs) no, I mean, I, but my thing is like, I, I agree. It's like, I'm so tired of hearing these stories about like how what Jada did made Will Smith gain a hundred pounds and what Jada did this, that, and other. Right. Because it makes none of them look good. Like it makes like when they, when she had that whole entanglement with August Alcina, nobody looked good at, at coming out of that. It made Will look like a clown. It just like, it like usually when they do stuff like, like that, like Fran said about, you know, okay, Will got a book coming out. So this, this, and that, but nobody looks good in this situation. So it's like, I know they say all press is good press, but it's, I mean, I mean King, just, Rich, King Richard made some money though. Yeah. Oh, we want to talk about I mean, that. His book is selling. <laughs> You want to you you want to talk about that or I, I haven't seen I haven't it. Seen I, haven't, it. I, I haven't seen it, but I seen somebody uh, posted a thing was like, why is a movie about the two greatest uh, tennis players in the world about their father? And I was like, yeah, that's true. Why isn't it about them? So, so then, wait, wait, hold up. So 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 then I was like, this is what I was thinking in my head. Somebody else tweeted this. So then you know everybody came out the woodwork and explained why, and I was like, ah. Good thing I didn't say that publicly. <laughs> good they, thing, they, good they, thing you didn't Will and Jada that shit, huh? Right. They they went in and they explained it everything else like that. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. See, that's why I just think this stuff. I don't say this stuff a lot. But now, what were we going to say? <laughs> Wait, no. For the audience that members that don't know, explain why the movie is about their dad. Because it's, it's about how the dad willed. That's an interesting uh, choice of words. Well, yeah willed them into being phenomenal and i guess not, not to piggyback this off someone else if i have a dream of i want my son my unborn son to do something right and before he's born and i push that on him all the time is that their dream or is that just they're just living my dream you know, it's funny because we have a therapist on the episode. So, like, I, um, I haven't watched the movie yet, but basically uh, from the trailer and stuff, he said that they're going to be the greatest tennis players before they were born. So since they were born, he trained them, practiced all this stuff for them to be great. I, not force is not the right word, but if basically force. If I, like, since day one, I'm like, you're going to do this no matter what. And then I guess eventually you might come to like it. But I'm like, is that really something you wanted to do if before you were born, I said and I forced you and did everything for you to play whatever thing I wanted you to do? Now, I could be completely wrong because I haven't seen this movie and maybe it didn't shape out like that. But I'm just going based off the trailer and everything else like that is that he, before they were born, said, hey, they're going to be they're going to play tennis. Again, haven't seen this, but. I would assume that there's probably there's one there's probably more to it than just y'all go play this ball <laughs> right yeah like you gonna be on this court right so obviously there are probably gonna be some whatever training montages and things like that but like this is about him and him like basically succeeding in a space where 
probably very few other people have succeeded. Right, especially being a black man and a black family right, and everything right, else like right. that from where they came from. Yeah. I mean, you, you got you got Arthur Ashe and who else? You right. know more people than me. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, now tennis is the one sport I can talk about. <laughs> nah, if you're really they got they got, got Naomi like, Osaka. <laughs> now. Mm. Are you talking about back then? So like my thing is I don't know if I want to see it. Uh, for one thing, I, I, I was listening to a, uh, another podcast. And they, yeah, you you listen to other podcasts besides our own? Yeah, so I know what to steal. We've done this bit before. Anyway, um, and they, were, they saw the movie and they were like, hey, so this movie was good. But the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I wish this was Jamie Foxx. And I can't unthink that now. You think so? You think Jamie Foxx would have killed it over Will? Because you know, we all know how Will Smith acts. I mean, and we all know Fox can transform to a character. Exactly. I was about to say, like Jamie Foxx has transformed into multiple characters. There, there's a, there's a reason that. he got an Oscar and Will Smith didn't. <laughs> oh, shots fired! Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Now I'm kind of intrigued. Now I kind of want to see it now. Right. I can't, like I had no, un- I can't I, unthink that shit. I, I had no intentions of, of wanting to see it because it was like, eh. It's weird because if it was about like a biopic of them, more of them, you or even more of Serena. Uh, yeah. I was like, if it was about Serena, I think I, I think I want to see it. I definitely think some type of biopic about them would be interesting. Right. And the thing is, they could quite possibly, this could be in the works, right? And then they could just piggyback wherever yeah, this movie sequel. ends. Yeah. This right? going to be a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just next one's going to be Venus story, this Serena's, and then... If they got kids, yeah. Yeah. What'd she do? Serena got Serena got uh, a girl? Oh, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Does Venus Ooh. have kids? Is Venus married? Like, Venus kind of fell off the edge of the earth for a while there. What is she well, doing? She had, like, health issues, and then... And yeah, because she at the beginning, she when they were younger, she was the better tennis player. And then Serena, once Serena got older, she became better than her sister. And then she became better than everybody else. So she kind of like took the forefront. And then yeah, then she had some health issues and stuff like that too. I just go back to um the beginning topic of Will and Jada. Now I am I've heard different synopses about his book, so I'm kind of intrigued on the book. Are, are well, we gonna have I, book? Are we gonna have book talk at the top of the year? Maybe, but I'm like, they just need to chill out on interviews. I don't disagree with you. Ditto. So when I went to sushi the other time, place, I had well for the first time. Okay. Pretty good, expensive, but pretty good. When we say expensive in dollars, not not yen. Um, expensive to where um, I didn't pay for this. Um, the person who we went out with paid for it, okay. but somebody else hit me up when I posted the pictures on my IG. They were saying about how expensive well is, and I was like, okay, but I'm like, I didn't pay for it. It was good though. <laughs> it, did it taste like chicken? Nope. But it could. It tastes like. Have you had like um, gator or anything like that? Yeah. You know how where it tastes like chicken, but it has like that. You could tell this animal came from the water. Yeah, yeah. So, so it has that taste where, like, okay, you could tell got this that animal, ocean aftertaste. Yeah, this this <laughs> this animal lives in the sea. You could tell like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, before we hit the next topic, I forgot that we had to do another bit of um, Lego shilling for the week. 
Uh, so I'll put this link in the chat. And if you're on YouTube, it's going to pop up. Um, but Lego has a um, exclusive uh, product line with Target right now, where they've got like hoodies and like um, shirts and jackets and like little like handbags and also cups and about uh, the set of Lego cups. And um, I didn't need this, but I wanted it. So yes, once more, we love the Lego Corporation here. We will shield like a motherfucker for you every single week. Just to be clear, we love you. We love you, Lego. I'm looking at this picture. You said nesting appetizer plates. Do these plates stack together? Wait, what? The last picture. Yeah, yeah, they do. And they also have like little coasters too. Lego, send us some shit, all right? It's Christmas time. Stop. Don't be like that. Oh, they got a black woman on the ad for Lego. Good job being diverse. All right, Lego. It's a a diverse world now. (laughs) (laughs) So has everybody been uh, caught up on Hawkeye? Yes. Yeah, yep, yep. All right. So I personally got a couple of points I want to hit. And, you know, if y'all got some shit, you know, just throw that in there. So first off, um... I was thinking back to that episode with uh, La Mitchell and Sarah, where you did the rundown of the upcoming Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. And you was like, they got a show called Echo. And we was like, what the fuck is Echo? And so now we know what Echo is. The, uh, the main bad lady on Hawkeye right now is Echo. So she's getting her own show, The Deaf Woman. Oh, okay. So that's cool. And also, re- so she's deaf in real life. And I read an article about how uh, Jeremy Renner and um, shit, what's the little girl's name? Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld, yeah. Uh, learned um, some basic ASL, uh, American Sign Language, so that they could talk to her on set. I was like, that's nice. Um, sure. Uh, speaking of that, what is your thoughts about like, or when you know when he can't hear and like they don't play anything and it's just silent? Mm-hmm. That's getting you, you in his head. Yeah. Do you like that? Yes and no. Um, because I like that, okay, we're in his head, so we don't hear anything. But then it pans out like, okay, so they had that fight scene where he didn't have his um his hearing aid. And first off, I want to say that fight scene was badass as fuck. Like when he got his bow and he was like just just fucking motherfuckers up, I was like. Oh, this is why you're on the Avengers. That's like, the same thing I thought. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, how got that dude? Because I'm like, like, you know, the beginning, the normal fighting stuff, it's like, ah, it's whatever. But then we start doing the bow stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here's that dude. <laughs> I, I think we'd be forgetting that he's been a whole spy, though, right? Right, like, yeah. <laughs> he's been a whole spy in his life. <laughs> the thing is, like, when you next to Iron Man and the Hulk and shit, you got your punk ass uh, bow and arrow, you're like, okay, whatever. But if you take those elements away and it's just him, like, doing some fucking trick shots and shit, you're like, my guy, I'm right. about to I'm about to make my daughter be an archer now. That's what's funny. When I watched that, I was like this, do I need to get my son a bow and arrow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me, let me just throw out there also that if you think about it, um, uh the kate kate bishop the that character mm-hmm. right she pretty much got to her skill level without any type of mentorship right i mean yeah. she had classes she went to school she, she went to school right but like 
you can be taught how to do what he does. No, it's just now, like, but he's on the Avengers, right? You know what I mean? No, I, see what you're <laughs> I, I hear what you said, but it's just like a, you know, like, like a Michael Jordan and stuff. You just keep at it until you know you you are master at your craft. But I can say I'm a master of my craft and still be trash. I'm just going through house. Did you did you not see all those trophies she had in the first episode that burned I did, up? I did, I did, I did, I did. I'm right, but I'm saying like like she was she's good. She's good against the people she was going to get. Like she might be like the top of her class okay so the top of the class at let me shit on missouri the top of the class at university of missouri is different than the top of the class at like um olympic motherfuckers right so right so she was going against the top people in new york where hawkeye is the one of the top people in the in the universe as far as bow and arrow stuff so because like you said the whole fight scene and then when he, when he dove into the ball pit Man, <laughs> but uh, so getting to what you were saying, like, so he's doing all this death and I was with it until like, there was a part where he shot his bow and arrow behind him without looking. And I'm like, you would have needed to have heard them come because like it, you wouldn't have felt any vibrations or any shit like that. Cause like they were too far away. So that's the part that took me out of it. So or maybe like when that. he when he was spinning, he saw them coming in the in his peripheral, so he just timed it when he spun. Maybe. Maybe. So that that's my only complaint about that sequence. I'm just enjoying this for what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. So what y'all got to say about that car sink, that car chase where you know he deaf and driving and it's just shenanigans. I mean, we gotta put shenanigans in there. We gotta make this enjoyable. It's holiday time. This is this is still Marvel. <laughs> this is still Disney's Marvel. Exactly. One thing I didn't like, it looked like that's it CGI. was CGI. That's CGI. Like the background. Was I was like, come on. I know it's a TV show. It ain't, it ain't a movie. But that not, just that, not just that, but that purple goop. Like that yeah. was so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was that's how I was like, oh, y'all slacking on the TV show uh money. But man, when it got to that part on the bridge, when he's like, shoot the arrow high up and then it showed his, his arrow and it was that Pim arrow. Like I was, I, I fucking nerded the fuck out before he even shot that boat, that, that yeah, arrow. So, so, so you saw it said Pim on it? Yeah. He was, I was like, oh, this shit about to be crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, this goes back to last episode. We was talking to Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. And she was like, she's never seen it. So she wouldn't have got that reference. Oh yeah, she kind of fell off on a lot of the movies. Yeah, so she would she would have been like, "Wait, why did it get big or something like that?" So this this is a thing. Maybe maybe not. I mean, Ant Man was in other movies. I mean, but it it was Ant Man. Right. Yeah. So you had to see Ant Man to understand. Not not him. I got y'all. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and also, like my last comment is, when uh, old dude put that sword to Hawkeye's neck, I was like, "All right." And the episode ended. I was like, "What?" It's time to stop now. What the fuck? We have to. We gotta leave you dangling. We gotta hear your little carrot. You get a little snippet. Right. You gotta come on back. <laughs> like that time just flew by. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say this episode was better. Felt I like this one. I enjoyed this one better than the first two. It was more focused, and it's like they were together the whole time instead of like two separate storylines. It was one story focused. Right. Also, I feel like. Um, when they were still tied up on the, the little seesaw thing, uh-huh. when he was telling her, he went on the red suit, the red tracksuit guy was like, he told her she talked too much. She talks too fucking much. Yeah. 
and it's not like spider-man talk too much either no it's like yeah it's like it's like you gotta up. get us killed right no like just, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm listening to her talk i'm like just shut up like play let listen or do something but she just talks too much it's not it's not witty banter like you'll see spider-man to do so what theories do you guys have for uh, the rest of the season? And also, do you have any theories on who Uncle could be? On who? Uh, I think Uncle, Uncle is King P- Kingpin. Uh, Kate's parents are the fucking bad guys, are the mom and the stepfather okay. guy with the sword. Yeah, him. They're, they're the actual villains of this <laughs> series. That's my, that's my kind of go-to right now. Um, I'm going to disagree for the simple fact that it seems like the obvious choice. So something's telling me that it's not there since that seems like the obvious choice. But I think, I don't know, my thing, the thing that I always be worried about is what's up with the dog? The dog has to play some kind of part of this. No, the dog is just a character in the comic book. The dog is is, is cute. Why he got a one eye missing? There's no backstory. It's to make him more appealing. He's, thought, he's injured I, and just needs a friend. I thought like he's going to play some part of this. Maybe he's like a person who shapes ships into dogs and he's going to play a part later you think on. He'll, in this. You think he'll scroll? He's, he's, he's scroll. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do something like that. That's why I keep waiting about the dog. So, um, the dog is the real villain. Yeah, <laughs> he's behind everything. <laughs> he called so, it. So, I, I, I thought it was, um, kingpin too but then i saw a theory that was saying potentially uncle could be kate's dad because we never saw his body Mm -hmm. and so what if he faked his death that could be true it's interesting just throwing it out there okay so any other theories for the season because i also think that um kate's mom is shady because you don't hire vera familia to just be the mom. Mm. That's true. Like she she can literally play a villain. I'm just saying. She can. She can. It's just like we can't find that out until the end of episode five. How many episodes are in here? Six. Six. Okay. Oh, we just moving right along on this. Why there's only six? How much is one division? It's a, a mini series. One oh. vision was nine. Okay. I I prefer less episodes because like we're not meandering and shit. Mm-hmm. yeah that's true they're getting straight to the point and everything right. yeah i mean they could uh they could have made some edits in episodes mm-hmm. one and two but this third episode is pretty solid right, right. Kind of like it's, it's world building we gotta set up the story <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna get into the meat of it because we only got three more episodes so we gotta get we gotta go <laughs> gotta go 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 um all right so y'all ready to hit the main event this week yep all right, this week we discuss Night Teeth. Hey, driver. Yes, ma'am. Let's play a game. What would you do if you knew tonight was your last night on Earth? Wow, I'm a pretty chill guy. Come on, driver. Last night on Earth, drugs, women, men, old enemies. You're just waiting to pop. I'd definitely kill you. Finally, he bites back. There's these two women, right? And I've been driving them around all night. There's something weird going on. <laughs> I need you to be smart. If you do anything stupid, like try and run, I'm gonna have to kill you. Sweet. Uh, okay, great. I don't think I've ever met anybody like you. 
What? What is wrong with you? You can't be alive for 200 years and not go a little crazy. Nighty follows Benny, who fills in for his brother Jay, chauffeuring two women, Blair and Zoe, that have to make it to five locations before the night ends. The night takes a sharp turn when Benny discovers that the two women are vampires, slowly making their way through the city to take out leaders to assume control of Los Angeles. As the evening proceeds, Benny and Blair form a bond that results in Blair killing Zoe, but not before Benny is critically injured and Blair turns him into a vampire. Uh, Fran, what did you think of Night Teeth? I mean, it was decent for what it was. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. I just, to sum up this movie, all of this could have been prevented if you just didn't want to fuck. Like, the main character, Benny, just wanted to fuck. That's what it was. He wanted to fuck. And then he just went along with everything. Like, there was a point in this movie. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> there's a point in this movie where you pick up a bag full of money that's just bloody. You, it's, it's set up essentially that you're, living, you're a little bit impoverished, right? You, got, <laughs> you ain't got a um, whole lot that you can do, right? You're, you're, you're selling papers, you're, uh, you're grinding. Fran, Fran, he's an aspiring DJ, okay? So get it right. Okay, an aspiring DJ that has never sold anything and He's has just yet to, to have right. anybody listen to his shit. But you find a bag full of money, albeit bloody money, but you're going to still sit in the car? Baby, I would have been. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and roll on out of here. <laughs> that movie could have been done. Movie could have been done. As soon as you found the bloody money going, oop, something ain't right with these girls. You got to gotta live in that sixth sense. I don't know what he was thinking. I thought about the same thing too, because even when like when they went to the place and they he knew that they were looking for his brother. And you know, where they were all had the um, where he hit the black dude over with the champagne, right? The club, if he, yeah. Yeah, if he was if if he didn't do that, they would have got killed and it would have yeah. been done. That pissed me off so so I'm much. like, why would you and at this point he knew that they wanted his brother? So if he would have just let the dude kill them. Then it would have been over. Yes. Yes. It's literally multiple parts of this movie. He could have made a different decision. And it would have been over. He would have saved his brother some grief. You know, he didn't have to go in at the end and say, well, I'm just saying. There would have been some different decisions made. This probably could have been a little better. Right. Or more realistic, I should say. Yeah, I... Why would you bring them to your grandmama's house? Because they needed a hideout. No, no, but your grandma, you, you gotta you, you gotta bring them to Mima. Why why we gotta bring them to Mima, right? Like so you just don't right. you said fuck your granny. That's what right. you said. Because I'm like, they had that, like you said, they had that money. They could have just went to like a sleazy motel or something like exactly. that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. But but like you said, he he was a virgin. He he got a sniff of some poo nanny. So he was like, I'm on board. I'm gonna ride this to see where this goes. Exactly. I I'm just saying. All because he wanted to fuck. That's all it was. All uh, because he likes 80-year-old women. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, though. Blair was looking cute and, and sexy in that thing. And I was like, I mean, I tell him he's an idiot, 
But I ain't gonna tell him he was wrong for it though. I mean, I don't <laughs> disagree with any of that because fucking uh Debbie Ryan can get it. Debbie Ryan can get it. I will defer to you two for, for that. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, he was an idiot, but I don't fault him for it though. So uh what are your thoughts, Matt? Um I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't like bad, but it was it wasn't amazing. It's uh it served its purposes. I was entertained throughout the whole thing um but i there was a certain funny points where like um speaking of the club scene where he's like why are they still using um uh, crossbows he's like why are they still using crossbows yeah uh i thought that was funny because i, was I mean you got a stake of stake of vampire so how would you stake a vampire put a stake on a bullet i don't know but i was saying like, a bullet like, i don't it's... know but i like we still use that's the only way you can do it i mean but like the thing is like it's it's it, a bullet is like so big it needs to be something big enough to like make a big enough impact into the heart i mean if we think about this like you, we shoot wooden bullets when they, when they set on fire wooden bullets it needs to be wood not steel or metal well no because they got the blade that they got the blade that kills them okay that's fair yeah so whatever i guess whatever that special material that they use for the blade just make I a mean, bullet out of that but then that's wasting it though. Like you can reuse that knife, but like if you miss that shot, like maybe that 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 metal is like not a an abundant resource. Hey, like, they may, didn't. Uh, it's like it's magical like, metal. It's like silver, right? I mean, silver? I don't. We we don't know. We don't know. They don't really explain that. So like that's what? that's part of my problem with this movie is like I don't feel like they did a good job with the world building. Like we don't really understand like how these heads of houses that they're killing, like how this works, right? Because like the first one, it was like some rich dude's house. I'm like, okay. The second one was like some uh some place in the city, like some exclusive club, right? And then the third one was um was a regular club? Was it was it that it or who was the did they did they hit a third one? Yeah, the third. The third it one was, was the two girls, like it, it was the women were Megan Fox was okay. Okay, so old, old dude killed old dude. Okay, yeah. So like that was an expensive place, and then we had a, a nightclub owner, and then the fifth one was some dude that ran a shitty motel. Like this is this the one you say for last? Like why because is he unpredictable? Like How is he I important? was like what? <laughs> what is this? And it's like, we don't fully go into like what the rules are with these kind of vampires. It's like, we're all familiar with vampire stories, but like each movie or TV show has different rules. Like, what are the rules? That's what I was thinking. Cause I was like, you know, super strength or whatever like that. So I'm like, did so, they have super strength? Well, yeah. Cause remember she picked up. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When he went into the blood room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking why, What's good about them two that they were able to kill? I want to assume in these rooms, these houses that they killed all these people, there was other vampires there. Right. So why are they like assassins or like they have more fighting techniques than the other vampires that they were able to run through them like that? That's like why was uh, Victor able to kill Megan Fox and the other girls? If they're all vampires. What it, like why wouldn't they be able to team up on them and? whatever exactly. yeah really two against one right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah see you see that logic you're putting into this like right. you just gotta stop that because obviously it just don't make no sense so it so that's my problem it's like and also like why is it that uh the brother jay he ran a whole 
neighborhood and they're like stay out of specifically this one neighborhood like what makes that one neighborhood so special and then I mean, you, you, I think that was all part of the truce that they mentioned in the beginning but then didn't really bring up afterwards right. and there's not really implications with like and then like you got you don't tell your your brother your half brother about this word of vampires to quote unquote protect him but that makes him more vulnerable that he doesn't know that he needs to be weary of certain things in this world right so, also now you get the whole jay thing about how he runs this but then like they also have some kind of police yeah. force that that goes there so right it's like, the night watch or they, something like that yeah like why would they just let jay a regular dude apparently be over this area where like it's just like a gang where right. he has like it should be the night watchers should be protecting this it, yeah they yeah. didn't really go in detail yeah like not only why is this man over this gang so you are over this well-protected secret and everything but you gotta drop you have to work as a chauffeur yeah right <laughs> like, like you gotta work as a chauffeur and you your grandma and your brother all dirt poor really yeah really yeah yeah so it's like stuff like that that took personally took me out the movie and so as a result like i watched a better version of this movie collateral with jamie fox and tom cruise have you have you seen it have you guys seen mm -hmm. it so i have seen it it's just been a yeah. while so i watched it last night and i was gonna suggest you guys watch it too but then i was like oh it's 10 o'clock they probably not gonna watch this but it's basically the same thing but without the supernatural stuff so it is tom cruise he's a hitman he comes into town and jamie fox is a cat a taxi cab driver and he's like hey man so I'm going to give you X amount of money, take me to these five stops tonight, and then get me to the airport before morning, and then you'll get a bonus. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. And then, like, Jamie Foxx quickly realizes Tom Cruise is a hitman, and he's killing people, and now this is a hostage situation. But he's still taking him to the hits. That sounds it's interesting. The, it's the same movie, but it mm -hmm. is so much better. And there are so many people I forgot were in the movie, like fucking Mark Ruffalo's in this movie. Uh, Jada Pickett, you know, <laughs> uh, Javier Bardem. It's like so many familiar faces that just pop up in this movie. And it's it's a really good movie. But like thinking about like about how they didn't uh, provide more information. Are he, those other college kids that he's with, are those his friends or those bullies? Both. Friendlies. Yeah. Uh, because he wants to be part of like the cool kid crowd he probably it was crushing on that girl old girl what i don't even, i don't even think she had a name i'm not even gonna lie to no. you like the dynamic <laughs> felt too much like high school over college yes yeah. absolutely because yeah. i'm not gonna lie to you that was <laughs> definitely not my college experience like i hate it in movies about college where they're in that big old auditorium and the professor knows the person's name like what they don't <laughs> give a shit about the students they're like, hey, you, blue shirt. Actually, they don't even give a fuck if you sleep. They getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> they're learning five people's names who actually answer questions and calling it a day. What did you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes was for this movie? Uh, I, 30. I go 30. You know we'll, we'll up it a little bit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be 35. Just, just a bit. Like, probably not. It's probably like certified rotten. <laughs> You how, what'd you say, Matt? 50? 30. 30. Uh it was 40. Oh. 
but but guys, the audience score. You know, you know the audiences. They they always come through in the clutch, right? <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all guess this one for once. Uh, audience score. Mm-hmm. Ten. No, audiences are stupid. You uh, remember. 80, 80, 80. No, you get another guess, friend. Uh, if the Rotten Tomatoes, if the critics gave this 60. a 40, 46. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so nobody liked this. Nah, nah. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be a, just a random guess trivia because I was scrapping for, for shit this week. Um, of the following actresses, who also played a vampire in the movie Vampire Academy? A, Blair, Debbie Ryan, B, Zoe, Lucy Fry, or C, Grace, Megan Fox? Blair. Also, I don't know what Vampire Academy is either. Neither I'm do I. Go so with I'm going to go with B, too. What makes you guys say that? I'm taking a guess. I know the Blair was like was on like Disney shows. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with the second one. Okay, so you guys are both right. It is Lucy Fry. Okay, and she's like Australian in real life, and that I could that like that shit came out a little bit when she was yelling at the end of the movie at Blair, and I was like, "Ooh, girl, you lost that accent! Like you can keep that <laughs> shit up. Can't do two things at once." Hey, hey, I'm just gonna throw out there. You know, they probably made this movie in like Tyler Perry time. We're just like a one week. We're done. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no. I'm like I'm watching this and then I watch Collateral and I'm like what is what are they what are they doing with these Netflix budgets uh the actors are getting paid <laughs> there's there's food <laughs> on the set <laughs> all right uh two bits of trivia one Megan Fox and Sydney Sweeney only had one night of filming but they wrapped this uh, this marketing around Megan Fox being in this movie. And that about right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she was probably what the biggest name. Yeah, and then Debbie Ryan. Yeah, uh, and then I didn't even realize Alfie Allen was in this movie until it started. What? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, you forgot he was in it. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> and then uh, last bit, despite being unambiguously about vampires, the word vampire is never spoken at any point. So they, they just never the called. Rights. They never they called never, them anything. No. That's interesting. They couldn't get the rights to vampire. Like they couldn't. I, I don't know. They just you know. Shout out like all in, this money. We couldn't say vampire. I you got know how it. like in most zombie movies they never say zombie. They just trying to be all artistic and shit. Ah, is that what it was? I guess. That's what we're going with. So, uh, Fran, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here, Miss? Uh, nothing really to plug. Drink water. Take care of yourself. That's basically it. Go to therapy. Yeah. Yep. All that uh, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Miss. It was a really fun discussion. Thank you for having me. Yes. Good. Thank you for being on. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we used to talk pod. Come back next week for our second part of our holiday series of movies. Like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs>